0: And welcome back to the Uninstalled Podcast. As always, I am your I-want-to-go-to-bed host, Tyler. Uh, I've only been talking about it for the last, uh, I don't know, 15 minutes? Uh, as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host. Uh, what order do I want to go in today? Uh, Sam! I'm actually joined by Sam.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Hi.
0: I said his name first this time.
1: I, know. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't forgotten.
0: If you're not first, you're last, as they say. Join, also joining us is Justin.
1: What up, what up, what up?
0: Yeah, that was one too many what, what ups. Typically, it's just two.
2: Yeah. Just, I'm excited. Boy, this, this it, is a real again, like, open. Again, I'm excited. Again, again. Um, what up, yeah. what up? There you go. That's uh, right. not organic.
3: And last <laughs> but not least, Christian. All right. I have two things. First of all, before we started, you counted down from six. You said six, five, four, three. Two. Who does that?
0: I'm keeping your boys on your toes. That dude,
3: that that was one of the creepiest things I've ever experienced. Like, are you a serial killer? Yes. No. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, I've seen what's in your attic. I was <laughs> yeah, going to say. True. Justin, I like the two. What up? What ups? I think three is a little. It, it's as it's as off to me as counting down from six to one. See, everyone always thinks that I'm the bully, but Christian is low-key a bully.
0: Oh, yeah. And he called (laughs) on me
2: first. Yeah, this is going to be a weird episode. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, uh, with introductions out of the way, um, I kind of want to get straight into this one, because I feel like we have a lot to unpack and unload. Um, What we're going to be talking about in this particular episode is uh, just games that have kind of invoked uh feelings just feelings uh in all of us in, in various ways. We're all gamers, uh gamer girls. Um <laughs> but we <sighs> it's just something that we've all uh always had in our lives. So it's you know it has it's affected us in numerous different ways and it's also affected how we kind of uh in Dungeons and Dragons, which you know we talk about a lot, it's kind of affected how we all some things in that. But before we do that, um, don't forget to go to the Facebook page, leave us a <laughs> like, leave, leave us a comment, uh, c- c- follow us, share it to your aunt, your uh, cousin, your your dog. Uh, don't forget, uh, as established last episode, we cur- we cure cancer and COVID nineteen. Mm. If you only listen to us for seventy two hours
3: on loop, that's the only way. um another thing that we need to really really hit in this is this episode is going to contain a lot of spoilers for a lot of games so when you hear the title of your favorite game that you haven't played yet and you don't want the ending to be spoiled i would just you know either fast forward or mute for like a couple minutes um but most of the games we're talking about are you know pretty past their prime in terms of endings being spoiled or events being spoiled but in case you're that purist gamer that doesn't like things being spoiled just keep that in mind there's going to be lots of spoilers in this episode yeah
0: good good uh good tag up top um
2: like when han solo died
0: oh god oh. sam <laughs> i didn't see the movie yet
1: it hasn't been enough years yet. I will. I will
0: say real quick. what you got me thinking about it. So, talking about spoilers, that that particular scene, uh, everyone here knows who Ben Muller is, I think, in some capacity or another. But when when that when the the Force, which one was that?
3: Force Awakens. The Force yeah. Awakens.
0: When that when that came out, we all you know everyone went out and see. I saw it. I saw it before Ben. And Ben asked me how it was. I said, "Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so good." Blah blah blah. blah. And I was like, by the way, man, watch out for the bridge. <laughs> and I just didn't, I didn't even think about it. And so he was like, dude, I was the whole movie waiting for, like every bridge I saw. I was like, oh no, this is it. This is happening. Something's happening. And like, nothing would happen. And then finally, when Kylo kills Han Solo, um, I'm really rubbing in that spoiler, by the way, um, <laughs> When, when, when that happens, like, Ben was like, dude, I hated your guts. Because I knew before the scene is even done what happened. He, he's like, I hate you. And I will never, ever talk to you about another movie again. <laughs> so he has. He has not talked to me about a single movie since that incident. Damn.
2: That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I so, had it spoiled for me the night before on Facebook. That's a uh, picture. Dude.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we don't talk about the incident. But anyways, oh, no. um That's all that's all we got. So I'm gonna go ahead and hand off the episode to Christian and kinda let him steer the boat. Christian, you ready? Yeah.
3: I'm ready to go. Um first of all, I wanna apologize. I don't want to be a bully. I feel bad. <laughs> you're not <done. laughs> you're good. It's all right. I mean, all my jokes are out of absolute love. Um but anyway. <laughs> no response. <laughs> but awkward silence, like, really is making me feel weird.
0: Silence is okay. very okay. telling.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna like start it off with a really, a really, 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 really sad one. Um, a lot of people our age grew up, um, having played or at least heard about Final Fantasy Seven. It's one of the most famous and best-selling RPGs and video games of all time, um, and it's it's known for a lot of things, um, whether it's the active time battle system, or Cloud Strife's iconic Buster Sword, or Sephiroth being one of the best villains of all time. Um, but one of the things that it's very well known for is. Um, a character death and that is Aerith's death so Aerith is one of your party members that you get in the game she's what's called an ancient or a descendant of ancients which are people that can use magic in the Final Fantasy universe um Final Fantasy 7's universe I mean um I won't go super into the lore of like the ancients and like the actual story but she's essentially um, a really likable, innocent, pure character that is with you for most of the first part of the game. Um, she's like kind of your primary healer. Um, she's a flower girl. She sells flowers. She's super, she's that essentially the the female lead for a long time in the game before she dies, which is one of the big moments of the game. Um, Aerith's death, or essentially murder by Sephiroth. So you get set up. Um, Aerith leaves your party to go and essentially fight Sephiroth on her own with what's called Holy Materia, which is like one of the few things that can defeat Sephiroth. He has the Meteor Materia. Um, So you guys meet her at this temple. She's praying by herself. And out of nowhere, Sephiroth drops from the fucking ceiling and impales her with his sword. And as a kid i was i was five years old when i saw this happen like it was 1997 i was watching um i was at a babysitter's house and one of the kids was playing final fantasy 7 and it was sephiroth killing Aerith, and i couldn't understand why like my party member's gone you know what i mean like where's Aerith? i i thought you know if she'd come back like any other video game you know like in super mario you jump off the level you come back you're alive you know what i mean um in this game, they just take out a crucial, likable character who's, like, a friend who's been there the whole time, essentially. Um, Holy so, shit. Yeah, so it, it fucked up a <laughs> lot of gamers' hits. Like, there's people that, that um, you know, it's considered one of the saddest moments in all of gaming history. Like, if you look up, like, top ten lists, like, fucked up character deaths, Aerith's death is a huge iconic scene not just for Final Fantasy but for gaming in general um, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like, mods that bring her back because people are so shook by this death like they just can't process the fact that she died um, and she's, you know, she's referenced throughout the rest of the game obviously and she's even um, brought back as a spirit who talks to Cloud in the Final Fantasy Advent Children sequel movie, so that I, I the reason I brought this up is Final Fantasy VII remake just came out and I've been playing it, and it doesn't play through the whole game. Um, it's it, it it plays through essentially when you get through Midgar, which is like a very small portion of the game, and Aerith is still alive. But I'm just like bracing myself for when she might potentially die because that shit fucked me up so bad as a kid. You now you get to watch her death in HD. Well, without spoiling too much of Final Fantasy VII Remake, I haven't beaten it yet. But there's like a lot of plot changes right now, so I don't even know if they will kill her off. It seems like it might be going that direction where they might let certain characters live. But I'm not going to spoil any specifics. Um, but that was that was probably the first one that popped into my head was just that there's like uh, a little cutscene that you watch where Sephiroth just like slowly falls from the ceiling of this room and plunges into Aerith. I honestly would suggest you all watch it because it's like haunting, dude. Um, And he like, Cloud lays her body in like a body of water when she's gone. It's like super sad. Um, Wow. I just pulled it up to watch it.
1: (laughs) It's, dude,
3: it is so like it's it's obviously like really old 97 1997 looking graphics but like as a kid that like shook me to my core like i taught me like what death was because i hadn't had like a family member or like a pet die yet like just this character this like big portion of the adventure was gone and i i thought like maybe she'll come back maybe she'll come back she never came back she's dead um so that was a big one for me and i feel like it was a big one for gamers if you haven't played final fantasy 7 sorry if you, this spoils it for you we obviously warned about spoilers but it's probably <laughs> one of the most it's one of the most pivotal scenes in the game and in gaming in general it's it, it'll shake you up real bad because erith is just so likable she's just like a little sweetheart girl selling flowers and healing people and then she is brutally by sephiroth who is like one of the most badass villains in any video game
2: uh, I don't have to watch that,
3: dude. I,
2: it, it, the scene doesn't. Hit I haven't hard played any of them.
3: It, oh, dude, it won't hit that hard because you haven't played through. Right. Like, there's just so many moments in the game where you're protecting Aerith and you have conversations with Aerith. It builds up to this just sudden out of the blue death. Like you don't see it coming. Like there's no foreshadowing that Aerith is gonna die. Like Cloud's <laughs> gonna fail in saving her. It's literally you're just in this room and then wait. Who the fuck is dropping from the ceiling? Oh shit, that's Sephiroth! Oh my god, he's on fucking Earth! There's a sword in her chest.
4: <laughs> um,
3: it's pretty. It's pretty brutal. That that is indicative of death. <laughs> it well, there's a lot of uh... <laughs> there's a lot of um... <laughs> there's a lot of uh, like stuff in Final Fantasy where people get like stabbed and stuff and they survive, but this kills her. Anywho, moving on. Um,
1: this is off off the topics, kind of, but it's what that whole scenario made me think of. You remember in like the old? Uh, oh, now I'm blanking. Of course, every time I start talking, I start blanking. <laughs> uh, ah, you ah. know, Hector. Hector, where is he from? You just made dice for this.
3: Fire emblem.
1: Fire emblem. Thank you. Every time I had a fire emblem character die, I was like depressed because they were gone.
3: Yeah, permadeath. It's the per- worst. Oh,
1: it was so. But that's what I was thinking about because you grow attached to them throughout the game, and Those it's
2: sound terrible.
1: Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> <Fire Emblem laughs>
2: I don't want to do anything.
3: Any dude. I will just say, like most JRPGs. Like Fire Emblem and Final Fantasy, like they hit really heavy themes. Like, and they're always worth the story. I would say. Um, Fuck, but I'm gonna I just do... want,
2: I just want to go woohoo! And
3: yeah, woo-hoo! that's the that's thing it. is you, you get to go woohoo <laughs> in Final Fantasy, but then after the woohoo, your friend gets stabbed by like an evil person. Your friend goes
4: wah bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah.
3: wah 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 wah. Wah! all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna move on real quick I'll probably be a little more brief on this one um, It's a little less well known but it hit me hard real bad. Um, I talked about Castlevania being one of my favorite series in the past episode or two um, so essentially the whole point of Castlevania is you play as a Belmont. The Belmonts are a vampire hunting clan um they The, the whole goal is to kill Dracula as a Belmont. So, in Castlevania Lords of Shadow, the first of the two Lords of Shadow games, you play as Gabriel Belmont, who is, you know, just your typical Belmont, as normal. His wife is dead, and the whole point of the game is you have to go find this mask called the God Mask to bring her back to life. There's no mention of Dracula at all. It was kind of like a reboot. So you go through all this crap, you kill a bunch of people, including the Lords of Shadow, and eventually you fight fucking Satan himself to win this mask from him and bring your your dead wife back. So you kill essentially kill Satan, you like send him back to hell blah blah blah, you get this mask. You put the mask on and then you realize, "Oh god, like this mask doesn't actually like bring her back. It just kind of like gives you like the facade that she's back." So your wife is like, "Haha, JK, I'm still dead." Um whatever. And then it does a flash forward to the future where one of the people that you killed is looking in this ruins and he finds Gabriel essentially corrupted as Dracula himself. So the Belmont becomes Dracula and like having played a bunch of Castlevania games and being a diehard fan, seeing a Belmont become Dracula was like that hit me hard as shit because his life was just like total trash leading up to that point. Like he goes through absolutely everything to get nothing. And then he just becomes everything he's meant to destroy. So that was really like me every time I go to Taco Bell. (laughs) It like (laughs) I just want to say the (laughs) We have a a Discord text chat going on during this episode, and I'm trying really hard not to laugh at the texts that are coming (laughs) through. Dude, oh my god. Um I won't say anything, but wow, it's really funny. Um but yeah. Dracula (laughs) being a Belmont was a big one for me just because I was used to being a guy that killed Dracula as a Belmont. And then eventually, mm. you are what you hate. Damn, got me. Got him. So, what about you guys? What do you guys? What do you guys think is emotional? You know? What made
2: you depressed?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Justin, I know you had quite a few. If you want to go,
1: yeah, I won't get into the main one. I'll let Sam start that one. But my the one that got me the most as a kid because I played the game so many times was like Knights of the Old Republic. The first mm-hmm. one, not the second one. Uh, the first one had so many moments, like where you grow close to the characters. You find out their backstories and how, like, like Mission Veo, Veo, I think it was her name. How, like, sad her story was, and like every time you talked to her, you just kind of felt a little sad, <laughs> broken a little bit. And then, what was his name? Uh, uh Zalbar's story of how he like is almost Chewbacca esque. Um <laughs> uh where he gets kicked out of his this is sad, guys. <laughs> Anyways, but like my biggest moment from those games that hit me the hardest was when you find out who Revan is. Oh, like yeah. that that you are Revan. You spend that, was, on like, that
2: whole time. I feel like that was one of the biggest like shocking moments that early in like gaming.
1: Yeah, it it was a very, like, it was a whole build-up. And they waited until dang near the end of the game to be like, oh, by the way, you're the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) Who's actually kind of a good guy. It's very
3: complicated. (laughs) That always, yeah, that, like, really messed me up. Because most games, like, they make it very obvious who the villain is. And, like, you're so stoked to fight this villain. And, like, growing up playing that game, I had no idea that that was going to happen. Like, oh, yeah. Even if you like go back and play it knowing that you are eventually Revan, like there's not that many hints that you're going to be the guy or the girl, no. whoever you are. I
1: don't know. And it's crazy. Like you could play that game as good or as light side or dark side, and it did make the characters that joined you totally different stories. So, like, mission story on the good side is all about redemption and mm. like finding her brother and peace and all that when she goes dark she goes dark
2: <laughs> like, like yeah, i was gonna say i never actually played it on the dark side which is probably insane oh I mean,
3: man you missed out dude
2: yeah <laughs> i need to
3: um you, without spoiling well i mean fuck we said spoiler free yeah. I, well i don't want to spoil it for you because you'll actually have a lot of fun doing it but no you see, we said
2: wait, do you turn out to be the good guy this time you literally
1: kill
3: everyone.
2: Yeah. You just accept
1: Everyone.
2: It. <laughs> well, yeah, I can see that. And it's not so... even
3: like, you don't get to choose. It's like, they're like, hey, man, you suck. Like, you used to be our good leader, but you suck now. We're going to kill you. And then they're like, ha ha, we're going to kill you. And then you just kill them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those games where there's several i can't think of any other examples of it, but where you stack your characters to join you actually this happened to me in divinity one divinity one i had all of my guys for some reason turn against me i don't remember what i did but all of my parties <laughs> turned on me and attacked me uh just murders
0: and he murders an orphan yeah i don't know what i did wrong i don't know what
1: happened <laughs> It's like
0: oh, it, it looked decayed. Yeah. He's just uh, he just punching his grandma. I don't know why uh, they attacked me.
1: I don't get it. Um, but that game was one of those where like you would you you build up your side characters and you give them strong weapons and you do their perks and everything. And if you go the bad side, you're like, oh crap! <laughs> I have created my own <laughs> doom.
2: <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Sam, do you want to bring oh, up well, what I'm we to really to... want to talk about? Okay, I was, I was waiting for a, okay. Um <laughs> So yeah, uh, like we discussed earlier, we're probably going to have to have at some point a whole Zelda episode because there's so much uh, I know at least three of us can talk about. But uh, my first one that I wanted to bring up was Wind Waker specifically. Um, It, to me, was... Honestly, I think it is my favorite game of all time. I am still considering buying a, uh, what is it, a Wii U? Is that right? Yeah, they did a
3: remaster on the Wii U.
2: Yeah, I'm considering buying that just to get that game and probably nothing else. Um, <laughs> just so I can play it in HD because the GameCube's getting really hard to... I just It's just the graphics at this point. I'm like, you know, you get so spoiled now with all these nice graphics and stuff. And I mean, it's a cartoon game, but it still hurts at times. <laughs> um,
0: Everybody hurts.
2: <laughs> but I don't know. It was, it was very, uh, I, I guess since I was a, um, I, I don't know how to put this. I was a Nintendo boy and growing up because my mom wouldn't let me play Xbox or anything because there were too many bad games out there and stuff. So <laughs> I was only allowed to play Mario <laughs> and stuff. Um, So, like, to me, it was, like, revolutionary, I guess, at the time, Um, when it came to graphics and just how big the world was, and it was, like, complete, you know, freedom and stuff. And, I mean, Ocarina of Time was like that, too, but, I mean, this game was just... it felt huge. Um, It was. I I, I think... I don't know, because I could still still play it every day, to this day, but I, I don't know if it's more of i honestly i think it's just link in general um he was always like my literal hero growing up i felt like you know i wanted to be just like him um it it, i don't know uh it justin help me out i I really don't know what to say well
3: me and and justin talked about this before you guys joined the pre-chat yeah like growing up me and Justin would literally do somersaults trying to do the front roll. that Link did. Yeah. Like, Link was that hero. <laughs> no. Like you wanted to be Link. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. the reason people wanted to be Link and they put themselves in those shoes is the fact that he's a silent protagonist. Yeah. So you kind of just interpret like your own emotions in the scenes. Like obviously there's scenes where Link looks scared or Link um, draws his sword and he's ready to fight. But most of the time you can kind of project yourself into that because right. he's just this kid and that's exactly. what we all were we were just a kid exactly saving the fucking world yeah and that's why link is so cool um because he's just this silent brave kid that everyone wants to be you know what i mean if you're a kid you want to be a hero who doesn't yes. want to be
1: right and you just want to run around looking at people when they're talking and go whoa yeah
3: <laughs> i really just whoa. want to fuck up every pottery barn and just be like <laughs> yeah yeah Every no. Oh God! Like, the kid, he's back. Yeah! <laughs> lock the doors. We can,
0: we can't get the. To- yeah, <laughs> Janice, get the keys. She's fumbling with them. She drops them on the ground. Christian comes screaming into the into the pottery barn. Ah! He doesn't even use words. He just screams.
3: This is totally off topic, <laughs> but if you guys had to pick your favorite, like link, yeah! like who, like what link would be your favorite, like. Vocal link.
1: You know what I mean? Like, who's your favorite?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Tune Link. You said (laughs) Tune Link?
1: Yeah.
4: Um...
1: Or Goron Link. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh.
4: (laughs) Ooh. It was pretty
2: cool. (laughs) Did the Deku Link have a. Yep.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was kind of like a. (laughs) Uh, I just want to get a soundboard now for all. Of it these. was like
3: it was like if Link had that one TikTok filter where it's like Aah! So it was like <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was real. You know what I'm pitch. talking
3: about?
0: How I want to put like the mask on. Mask on. Yeah. Which I'm sorry. Um, cool. But yeah, yeah, like it, he he had a he was much higher pitched. Yeah. Uh if if I had to pick a Zelda scream or sorry, Link's scream <laughs> um I honestly, the one that just comes to mind is like the yeah, like when he like spins in a circle, yeah. from the yeah. Smash, the Smash okay, yeah, games,
1: yeah, 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 yeah The uh, main character is Link. Thank uh, you, yeah, sorry, <laughs> uh, that's all Wait, I've been doing Zelda's a girl, <gasps> bum, bum, Zelda's bum, a bum. pirate. <laughs> <laughs> that was my yeah, big da, moment da, from Ocarina. that's way, a really good.
0: good point. I had no fucking idea when I was a kid, I'm like, man. This bitch looks an awful lot like Zelda. And I swear, if this if she if, if, if this is Zelda, I'm gonna lose it. And meanwhile, my mom, who's the one that played most of this game, these games are like Tyler, it's Zelda. I'm like, no, it's not, Mom. It's not. It's a different character. I, there's no way, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my God, she's right. She's fucking
2: right. Zelda. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I okay. forgot about that one. Let me let me ask you this, what's creepier, the rededs from Ocarina of Time or Wind Waker? Mm, Ocarina of Time because they look completely different. Yeah, Ocarina
1: of Time Am my I, I just the I don't know, the vibe from the cartoony makes it a little easier in Wind Waker. That's right. exactly
0: what I was going to say. I was so there is a uh, there's a new horror game company like they they make horror games and I can't remember what Puppet Combo That's the name of the studio, and they produce like these really like, like the the, like really rough graphics. Um, like like the audio is even a little like it's like all text based and everything, and the actual horror aspects of those games blow almost anything else I've seen. Like it gives me chills watching people do these let's plays. Yeah, I've noticed that
2: with really ugly looking games, they're always way scarier.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. it, it, the soundtracks because you know, none. It's all like you know, like handmade. <laughs> That's and where all the money goes. <laughs> yes, but um, but no, seriously. Like, if you if you look at like, m- so my pick is the Ocarina of Time Redeads. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. But like, it's just it's just because the graphics are dingier, they're darker, they're grittier, the 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 edges are are sharper. And, and rougher on the, the you know the older redeads versus the cartoony redeads it's just like I never I, I've never actually beaten Ocarina of Time nor Majora's Mask because of some some of the terrifying monsters
3: oh, that yeah. are in there. I mean Redeads and Ocarina man, like first of all, they creep at you real slow so you're not like super concerned. The thing that gets you is when you get near them or they look scream, at them. Scream! I think you hear that high-pitched scream and you're frozen. And then they tunnel vision the camera, so it's like a total shock factor. Plus, oh, like yeah. the whole time you just hear this. Uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, just you just
0: walk around and they you
3: and Ugh. fucking hump your body while they suck your blood.
0: And there's the Wall Masters, the kind Fair of like body. hands that appear oh, out of God. nowhere, grab yeah. yeah. you, take you the front. Um, I, I'm gonna go ahead and jump in here with mine. So, I think one of the there's there's a couple that I think everyone has like a bunch that they could probably talk about, right? Um, oh, yeah. one of the first ones that comes to mind was one we were all talking about it's not um a, a specific moment within a game, but it's an entire game in itself. Um, there Halo Three is yes. uh, what I'm what I'm talking about and I think everyone can kind of say, Christian, you definitely like mentioned it by name, but I can 100%, 110% attest that, that it's true. That the Warthog mission at the end of Halo 3, the Halo 3 campaign is seriously one of the most iconic moments in gaming ever.
2: Is that where everything's like blowing up around yes. you? and stuff? Okay. okay. That's, the only, that's the only mission I've played in the
3: <laughs> game. Like, that's honestly it's... that's the only Halo mission you ever need to. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like... it's so good. Um,
0: but in Halo Three, I think yes, okay, so it is in Halo Three. Um, I think it's Sarver- Sergeant Avery Johnson, who's like this like hold no bars, uh, Sergeant. You you know him through Halo Combat Evolved, Halo Two, and through most of Halo Three, mm-hmm. and he just dies. Yeah. He just- just completely suddenly and out of nowhere. It's just, like, debt, And you're just like, <gasps> what? You're like, what? Um, Like, it, it seriously, like, it threw me for a loop. Because I'm like, you, you grow to, you know, like, this character, and he's like, ah, ah, Master Chief. Nice to see you get you off your ass, you stupid idiot. We gotta <laughs> go kill Covenant. And you're like, oh, fuck, I like this guy. You're like, you know, he's, you know, he's a, you know, he, he basically... Um, he was an a, like one, an original Spartan. He was a Spartan 1 and you're a Spartan 3 I think by that point. Spartan 2 or Spartan 3? Or no, I'm sorry, he was part of the pre-Spartan program. Um, anyways, but like he is basically an OG what you are uh, as Master Chief. So it's just like, it's just such I don't know, he was such a badass and everything. That just watch him die like that just so suddenly. Um Another great one is uh, from. The, I know a lot of people don't care for their newer Halo games. I personally like them all, just because Bungie's just trying to tell the most coherent story that they can. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Cortana does end up showing up to save you from the Didact and all that kind of that, that, that fun stuff, there. It's been so long since I played it. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to give out wrong information, but I do know that that. Uh, was, was kind of a big thing but my second one is one that uh, so okay so I, I, I want you guys to imagine this you put this disc in for your Xbox 360 and Whoa, it loads like up and it is uh, Red Dead Redemption <laughs> and you play yeah. through the story of John Marston this cowboy kind of a huckleberry dude you go through you meet all these wacky characters uh, on your way, on your on your path of redemption through the Wild West to atone for your sins. Um, the government has taken your wife and your child as basically leverage. So you, you have to go back and kill your old, old gang. So you go through and you systematically kill all these people you cared about at one point. Um, and like I said, along the way, you meet all these wacky characters that show you how to shoot guns. You meet a snake oil salesman. Um, <laughs> You get shot, and a rancher kind of brings nurses you back to health. Um, and she kind of, you know, like takes you in uh, and shows you how to, to to ranch. You know, you you go, you spend hours. I mean, literal, actual, physical days playing through this game. And then at the very, very end, the government betrays you after you have finally gone through all these trials and tribulations to atone for your sins. <laughs> and they gun you down like a fucking animal. <laughs> Psych! like that that scene I I'm serious, I almost cried during that.
2: You know, that was actually in uh that made it into like newspapers.
0: Yeah. I bet. That's
2: how that's how big that was.
0: <laughs> it is it is one of those scenes where I just and, and 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 the best part is it's not even it's not even the the scene itself that is so Traumatizing for me. It's the fact that you play for just a minute. Like you, you basically have to buy your wife and son time to escape the government. So you're in a shed, and you can actually push the shed like to end to end the game. You have to push the shed door open to kill as many of the Feds as you can, and you cannot kill them all. They always kill you. Mm. So it it is just like, and they're like, yeah, that's what. You know, dirt bags get what dirt bags deserve and they, you know, they spit on you and your grave and everything. But then the post game, you come back as Jack Marston and you go find the fucking guy, the, the, the guy from the government that was in charge of the whole fucking thing to kill it. To, like, you know, that shot your dad. You challenge him to a duel, and you fucking get revenge. And I re- I took and I lassoed his body, and I like drug it across the 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 Wild West, of the border of Mexico <laughs> and Texas. I threw it into the river. I I threw dynamite on it. I shot. Like it was just like it was. It, it was the most the sweetest revenge I've ever had in a video game. After I became so attached to because I hate Jack Mars, I think he's a little bitch.
2: Yes. But I was gonna say I
0: was off that play
3: as Jack.
0: Do I now, Christian?
3: I was I was gonna say like I was more emotionally pissed off that I had to play as Jack than I yeah, was like that. <laughs> and
0: uh and Sam, I'll let you kind of talk about Red Dead 2 if you're if you if you'd like. Um
2: Um That okay, so Red Dead Two I know I said Zelda is my all time favorite game ever.
1: <laughs> this has
2: definitely tied with him it it i, I even know worse i i honestly i think it's all because of arthur 10000% um,
0: oh, oh, it's because of arthur morgan it, the main character
2: he, he other than link is i think probably the greatest in my opinion the greatest fictional character of all time mm-hmm. he he is my absolute favorite just the um the, the just the shit he goes through all the character progression um I mean really not even just him just you know with everybody was just insane Sandal, shut up and um I'm gonna to I'm kill this dog sorry <laughs> uh, <laughs> um it uh I, I don't th- this was probably the first time in a video game where uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start tearing up right now when you're fucking uh when your horse dies when you're fucking it, yeah that too <laughs> no <laughs> god when, dude i
3: hate when my horse dies while i'm fucking
2: when when your horse dies the one that you've been with the entire game and i even got like the special edition so i got i got like a special horse and it was like way faster and it fucking it gets shot and killed and you have to run away from the fucking uh what was it the pinkertons Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. And uh you're up on the fucking cliff and I ended up getting I guess the good ending, which I mean you die in all the endings, but uh where he's just kind of like, you know, looking out into the sun and after he's shot and he just kind of goes, you know, it just oh my god, dude, that fucking killed me. Um it, it and it like I'm playing through the game again now, but I got up to the point where uh you have to go uh, beat up that dude that ends up giving you tuberculosis yes um and I, and I stopped it there and I'm just kind of doing like all the extra stuff because in my mind he never gets tuberculosis <laughs> and he never dies because it just i don't know it was the saddest death I think I've ever seen I've never beat the game.
0: <laughs> okay well
2: well,
1: sorry dude it's okay hard to tell you i signed up for the spoilers don't worry about it
3: it is that's the thing about a lot of these moments i think the inevitability of death is just like
1: it's so hard
3: to deal with in real life but also just in a game like you know what i mean even though these characters aren't real like just watching them die is
1: awful We're laughing at a terrible spot. <laughs> yeah, we really do <laughs> it, Well, it's
3: it's just one of those things, man, like Aerith being murdered, like Arthur yeah. being killed slowly by tuberculosis, Johnson being suddenly killed in war. Like it it, it really uh. is just like they take real world no problems kidding. and things yeah. that you deal with and they just create these scenes that are just so iconic. And Far Cry five.
2: Seeing all the pain he goes through with the tuberculosis, mm-hmm. um and constantly like passing out and stuff i like just and he just like progressively looks worse and worse throughout the game and it's just right. it's horrible to watch
3: and you live i mean for the most part you live as these characters so you either die as them or you watch someone that you've grown close to with a character die mm. in front of you as you know the the viewer or the character the protagonist whatever mm. oh yeah it's crazy man um Tyler was talking about Halo, another one that really stuck with me. I I'm just going to quickly do this one cuz it popped in my head. The ending of Halo Reach where you essentially save everyone. Survive. You're yeah, you are left to quote "survive," but you just cannot win. You are overrun and killed by Covenant aliens. That really stuck out to me. Just like that inevitability of death. I feel like that's a big one.
0: Yeah, um one I one I that I touched on during the pre uh the, the pre-call, but uh, World of Warcraft has a lot, very a lot of super duper iconic moments for me because I played the game for years, years and years and years, and it was a lot of characters and stuff that I've come to know and love that have uh, inevitably succumbed to death. <laughs> um, but one of the uh, biggest moments for me, the specific one I'm talking about, I already talked about uh, in the pre-call. Was there is a mission in a place called Stone Talon Mountains where basically you're working for this warlord who's under the war chief. And this warlord is so hellbent on impressing him that he's doing everything in his power to, you know, fuckle the other side. And so you're going through these quests and everything, and basically all the quests that you're doing, he's building a bomb and you're basically like going out, you're killing, like you're killing people, but you're like also like, Oh, collect these parts for me. Collect this material, find this guy, help him out. You're building materials for this mana bomb, which basically is the medieval fantasy equivalent of a, not a, not a nuke, but fucking close. Um, and so you're standing up on this cliff, uh, in the middle of this this mountain range, and you and you can look off into the distance and see your target, which is like this giant tree. It's like the tr- it's like a tree of life style. You know, it's it's massive. Mm. And he's like, "All right, well, you know, I'm, you know, here here's the fruit of your labor." And you literally watch as this uh, uh, a zeppelin carries this mana bomb over to this tree and drops it. And then blows it up. Well, it turns out it was basically a refuge for women and children who lost their uh, families or husbands uh, during this war. Um, that's what it was. It was literally like a new... Nu- like there was there. Were, it was all non-combat, and you killed because of you. They all died. Jeez. <laughs> and so the war chief shows up once he hears about it and kills the guy that ordered it. He's like, how? He's like, how dare you, you sick monster! And blah blah blah. And then he looks at you and he's like, and you? And he's like, you better be lucky you're a champion of the, you know, with some bullshit reason that he doesn't kill you. But like, there are so like, there's that moment, but there are so many more. There's, you know, the the the, the, the killing of um, Liam Greymane, um where he takes an arrow meant to kill his father, and now his father. Lost his only son, the uh, his the heir to the throne. Um, mm-hmm. There's the death of Sylvanas Windrunner, where she basically has to go back and kill her own people after the Lich King uh, raises her from the dead. I mean, there's just there are so many moments in lo- uh, World of Warcraft and in Lord of the Rings, <laughs> no, um, in World of Warcraft that just like really, really invoke. All sorts of emotions for me.
3: Total Um, sidebar, did you know that they might port World of Warcraft to console?
2: I did not know
3: Just saying. Saw an article for it today.
2: No way.
3: It's a big maybe, but if they do, I will finally try World of Warcraft.
2: Dude, now they gotta get RuneScape on console. What are they doing? Handheld. <laughs> yeah, that shit sucks,
1: bro. Your its not bad on a tablet. Do you not have phone? Oh,
2: I didn't even think about that.
1: I yep. played on my tablet. <laughs> oh
2: um, shit! Hell yeah.
0: But I, I did kind of want to use this time, unless anyone had any last-minute ones they wanted to get in.
2: I actually, did one more. Oh shit!
1: Go ahead. Oh, mine's just going off the whole building up to the end. And they're just the inevitable end. Far Cry Five, no matter what you do, like you're screwed. <laughs> like, <it's laughs> thanks for a- saving
2: me f- sixty dollars. <laughs> no, no, oh no, it's
1: worth it. It's it? it's worth it. But because it leads up to the next game, it it's all about it. And then, real quick, Michael mentioned one earlier that uh, this is, uh Pokemon. Like when you fight <laughs> out in Pokemon Blue and Red. What the tower is, and what's going on inside the tower? Yes. Oh my goodness! As a kid, you're like, "What's death?" <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're talking about the lavender town, the, the lavender town, the Pokemon yes. Pokemon Death Graveyard. Oh, mm. uh, I was, I just remember like learning, and then when you do the whole thing for Cubone, it's just like,
2: oh, oh. <laughs> This is just... oh, <laughs> so sad. It was so sad. Oh, yeah. And then he brought up the uh, uh, story behind how Cubone gets his skull. Mm-hmm. mash thing. That's Yeah, that's... Nintendo got pretty dark with that one. <laughs> Nintendo has a...
1: No, there's a lot of
0: dark in Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You guys read some of the Pokemon Dex entries. There's some really fucked up stuff in there. Oh,
1: yeah. Like the Pokemon that was a piece of clothes or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was a there's,
0: pair of panties. The, there's, uh, there's, there's one called Driftloom where basically it abducts children. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, that's literally what it does. It abducts, like, it'll fly around. It doesn't like heavy children. It says that in its decks.
2: <laughs> okay. it Sorry, th- I only recognize the first 152.
1: That's a good place to stop. There's this. <laughs> well, there's, there's this no Pokemon, it. It's called
3: Pokemon called Gymsock and it <laughs> harvests the jizz loads of teenagers. <laughs> and it never, it never takes it you know,
0: You know, Christian, given the fact that there's a garbage Pokemon, an ice cream Pokemon, and a keychain Pokemon, a cum sock Pokemon really isn't that far uh, out of the realm of possibilities. Your fluid I mean,
2: makes me stronger.
3: After Pokemon Sol- Sword and Shield, there's going to be Pokemon Gun and Pokemon Helmet, and I guarantee there will be a jizz sock Pokemon.
1: Wasn't the Pokemon Sword one too? Like the sword was like the reincarnate of a dead soldier inside of his weapon or something like that. Well dude! I don't know. It's Sword and Shield. story. We don't have time to get into this.
0: It, it
2: was all AK-47. And Pokemon. AK-47. Pokemon AK-47. <laughs> AR-15. <laughs> Pokemon Glock. <laughs> pow,
3: pow.
0: Sam, <laughs> Sam, you said you it's had more.
2: Uh, yeah, I just had one more. It just came to mind. Um, it's the uh, Telltale uh, the Walking Dead. I've only played season one. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. that. I, t- I, I take it back. That was probably the first death um, that really got to me. Um, you mean someone dies in the walking dead, dude? Surprisingly. What, what makes the it walking even worse, live. <laughs> What makes it even worse the is, uh, you know, you know, you play as Lee and you're basically in charge of, you find this little girl, both her parents died. It's pretty much up to you to take care of her from that point on. Um, and you meet like this group of people and you're pretty much in charge of, you know, what happens and everything you do, you know, has a consequence. Um, And at one point, uh, you end up getting bit, and you have the choice to either uh, cut your arm off or leave it. And it doesn't matter what you do, (laughs) you end up dying anyways. Um, But the thing that's crazy is that you cut your arm off, it it makes it so much harder um, because you literally only have one arm. Um. <laughs> so really, it's like I I haven't played through without cutting my arm off. So I don't know how much easier it is. But I mean, I can only imagine. You know. <laughs> um, but it's like no matter what you do, I mean, you end up dying, and you know, Clementine is there through all of this, just this little girl, and it's it's hard. It's really fucking hard, and she's pretty much on her own after that.
0: Question: Do you think having a daughter now makes all of that harder?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um see, I'm getting choked up again. It's, uh, I, I think that's that's why I can't play the other seasons. <laughs> because I have kids now, and it's like, that, and, and that was before uh, we had Eevee, uh, and it fucked me up pretty bad, but um, other than that, it was a really good game.
3: <laughs> I've heard a lot of good things about that series. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That's why I think Gabriel becoming Dracula was hard for me because I am the Dark Lord of the Underworld, the Prince of Darkness. By the way, Tyler, vampires are better than werewolves. Fuck off. <laughs> time for this. I, I'm going to close every episode of, on this until we have the debate because that was a potential debate Dude. episode was, was this one. Werewolves are just... <laughs> werewolves are so much
0: cooler. It's... It's just like, compare fucking... Even Twilight, which is considered the epitome of <laughs> shitty vampire versus werewolves. The werewolves were still cooler.
3: That is so wrong. Are you for no.
0: real? Oh, the, I guess dude, I'm for real. What's, what, what's cooler? L- literally a regular dude with sharp teeth? Or a dude that can turn into a fucking giant
3: wolf? Who is also friend-zoned as Fuck.
2: Oh, Wait, yeah. Tyler, Tyler. Tyler, let me ask you this real quick: Are you more into the uh, Wolfman type of werewolves, or like the Twilight type of just big wolves?
0: I one hundred and ten percent the uh, the sorry, or like
2: the the Skyrim werewolves is what I mean when I say yeah, yeah, wolfman. yeah. The, like okay.
0: the, the the standard werewolf that the, okay. the the half and half, I think. Okay there's there's so many uh different types of folklore and everything with shape changers just going from man to beast that mm-hmm. the hybrid forms are just they're they're so much cooler
2: gotcha
3: i will say like i just like giving tyler shit about werewolves like in general because it's funny like i like both a lot like vampires and werewolves. i don't know i've just always been drawn to like the vampire thing it's just cool yeah it says a lot about your personality <laughs>
1: Yeah, are cooler.
3: <laughs> yeah, but like werewolves don't have control of vampires.
0: That is true. It's a burden. So, all right. So, I've been I I have been kind of dying to ask this question. Um I so I run a campaign for everyone here um and just talking about kind of like emotional th- a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, I should say. And so I wanted to kind of ask the question to the guys. I asked them the question during the pre-show, or the pre-show, the uh, the pre the, the pre-group, the pre-record, whatever you want, pre-discussion. Um, I asked them to uh, <laughs> c- kind of come up with their answer. Like you know, to start thinking about it, but I want to know if there are any parts during my campaign. Pre- that you have um that, is, that has drawn some kind of you know emotion out of you in that way
3: uh can i go first no all right no go ahead um i feel like everyone's gonna have the same answer but for me so my character is a paladin and sam's character is a really cool ranger and he was essentially possessed by the Lord of Blood or the Blood Lord. Um, so he was he was marked with like this demonic symbol. And essentially we had to give him an exorcism. Me and Justin's characters were both holy men. I'm a paladin. He's a cleric. We performed an exorcism on our friend, Sam, <laughs> in the presence of this crazy serpent-like demon deity. Hmm. He was eventually exorcised... This demonic force, and then Tyler and Sam secretly co-wrote Sam out of the game. So it was like the farewell to his Ranger character in that episode. I'm like legit about to cry like right now, like legit, (laughs) (laughs) like just (laughs) thinking about it, dude. Oh my god! I'm like, I mean,
2: I do have that effect on people. Yeah, and I just watching.
3: (laughs) Well, because I didn't put it together until your character was like. All right, I need to go. Like, bye bye. And I was like, ah, we'll see you around, man. Come on. Like, what are you doing? Get in the fucking wagon. And you're like, all right, I'm with my people. And I was like, oh,
4: no. Yeah.
3: That oh, yeah. got me real bad. Like, that's still, I just watching any friend or character leave the game is hard. But right. having gone through so much as a party to like save you and kind of convince you to come back to the light, that was just a lot for like my character and me buddy oh yeah
2: no that was definitely so that's definitely my top two yeah
3: i would say like in gaming like in general in like all of it i would say that's up there for me in terms of like how i felt emotionally like it's probably in my top 10 oh for sure not just like video games just gaming in general
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was great i don't remember i blacked out some of it i don't know why because i just i just remember all the tears that kept coming to my eyes I know. in, in knowing that he was like going to die that was the whole like I, it was like <laughs> the whole concept of he was dying and like fighting it i was so happy when you used your command on him to bring him into the into the place
2: i wasn't and expecting it, that that was yeah that was awesome <laughs> and then
1: i had a whole person ready to go because he was being defiant but then i rolled that real high persuasion I was like ah that was the thing, dude.
3: I, I, for whatever reason, I was like, maybe like, in the heat of the moment, this last spell slot. I think it was like level two. It was like my best spell slot that I have. I was like, this might come in handy. Like, it'll, it'll get him the fuck out of this possession, or at least like deter it. And it, the moment was there. I was like, I gotta fucking cast it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm like, I'm
3: choked up, man. This is getting me good.
1: But I, another one that. I don't know. I didn't. I kind of knew it was coming, but didn't know fully. But when Michael turned into a dragon. That was sick. That was oh, so yeah. awesome. <laughs> I know you guys worked on that, but I was just like, oh! <laughs> like, this is great! <laughs> well, you, yeah. gotta, like,
3: you gotta like pre introduce it that he's just like this bumbling, like yeah. almost genius, like, hey, I'm gonna tell the future. Here's the future for you in like five different ways, but it's not true. And then he's just like this fucking bad-ass, like, void dragon casting gravity bombs at people.
1: We need They're Michael lit. on here one day to just talk in his character.
2: Yes! Yes.
3: Hello? Can you imagine a, a session of us just <laughs> being as our characters? Like, would yeah, be easy for me! <laughs> <of the old laughs> podcast. Like, oh my
0: god, that'd be so fun. That, that would be, be awesome.
2: so much fun. So, yeah. Sam,
0: you're the last one to go.
2: Yeah, um... So this one, Tyler, I know I've talked about it multiple times, but this one has stood out to me uh the most um it, it really showed me what d and d could be um and how it's not I don't know because I feel like when people look at d and d that don't play or don't know anything about it, they're just like, oh yeah, it's just you know a bunch of nerds and you kill dragons and blah blah but it's it's if you have a good storyteller, it can really get to you. Um, and it's actually, it's changed my way of life this moment. Um, but it's when, that was a joke. Uh, it's when Simon died. Um, oh, wow. So
0: yeah, no one else was here for that.
2: Yeah. No one else was here for that, but it was this wizard in the beginning that we were helping, uh, to make a possible cure for these nightmares that pretty much everyone in the world at this point. I guess, uh, is having, um, and we went through a bunch of bullshit, uh, to get him his notes and, like, do all this other stuff for him, and, uh, he ends up making the cures that we had, um, and he gives them to us, and the, uh... Like, time froze, and, like, we we could still move, but, like, Simon and everybody else in the room was, like, frozen. It's, like, still. And the, um, like, all-white, like, witch lady, uh, whoever she is, showed up. And, um, fucking just, like, split him right in half from, like, top to bottom. And killed him instantly. And, uh... She said a bunch of shit that I don't remember, but <laughs> it was some it was some crazy shit. And uh, we time ended up picking. She disappeared, and time picked back up like normal. And we had to get out of there. And there's like this. Uh, there was just this this horde of zombies. Every like it was. I don't know. It was it was probably the most intense. One of the most intense moments, I guess, in gaming that I've ever been through. Um, Cause so much was happening all at once, um, it was it was crazy. Like I like I was like really Tyler, like fuck you, dude. Like <laughs> it, it fucked me up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, with 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 all of these that have kind of you know that everyone's, it it makes me really happy to hear that you guys you know yeah. that I, I am able to invoke uh, some of the same feelings that. Uh, and I'm really not intentionally trying to toot my own horn. But, you know, it, it does like... Be, Dungeons, I think that's... I, I, I feel like we always tie everything back to Dungeons & Dragons somehow. Um, but I, I think it's because it's such a great game that you can... Like, you can invoke the same amount of feeling as you could in, in some of these triple A games. Mm. You know what I mean? Um it's it's hard because you know most of this is just a, a an audio medium dungeons and dragons is you know there's a lot of um, it's almost all talking like yeah there's some board like you know there's a game, like the actual like the, the the terrain and stuff to move your miniatures around and there's some paper and stuff like that but like it's all audio mm-hmm. so being able to invoke feelings like that in somebody and a group of people you know, it's just, it's just a really cool concept, so... Um. I, think,
3: I think one of the reasons it's like that is because, like you said, it's mostly audio, but a lot of what you're creating is what the DM's narrating, but it's also your imagination. So you're Absolutely. kind of already connected with these characters, with these scenes, with these weapons, with this magic automatically, because it's all in your head, really. Oh, yeah. So, like, when you see... Even if it's like a minor NPC, like sometimes those those characters can really stick with you because you built a relationship with them in your head or with your DM via dialogue. So it's, man, dude, D&D for real. I think that's why we always come back to it. It's just honestly, for me, it's the ultimate gaming experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: I, I, At this point, honestly, having played what we have, I think, honestly, I enjoy it more than video games. Uh, no, um, me too, man. Like it yeah. is
3: hands down the best gaming experience. And I have played I've played VR, I've played You don't gotta pay for it. So that's yeah, even better. Dude. Well you can <laughs> that's the thing is you can if you want to. If you want to enhance it further, you can buy all the other stuff. But yeah, that's a whole another. I think that's a whole another episode of just saying why D and D is
1: literally superior.
3: Um
0: I I and I wanna say the 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 uh, session that kind of inspired the most emotion in me. Um. Was, uh, and it's and it's hard just because like you know there's only so much I can reveal behind the curtain, um. Mm. In terms of you know because I can't say oh this is hard for me because I knew this was gonna happen, um. No, honestly, it for me, it was actually killing Mark's character.
1: That was yeah yeah
0: um and so th- the reason being was I, being as a DM as much as I have DM'd um I've never killed a PC before so Ooh. yes, I've have I, I, taken people unconscious all the time but not, I've never legitimately killed
3: a PC and- to be fair I think Mark is one of those people that likes to build new characters all the time like he's called me multiple times during the quarantine saying like i got this new character in stock dude i hope tyler doesn't kill me <laughs> i really hope tyler doesn't kill me i'm like dude i yeah. not gonna kill you like, um i think he wants you to kill him <laughs> yeah
0: well but, it, but it's super funny because mark had wanted to change and i and i know he listens
3: hi mark everyone say hi dude, Mark.
0: the
2: hi,
3: mark. character builds that he has
2: oh in, hi mark
3: dude, they're insanely oh, badass. On. Like, yeah. I kind of want you to kill him because the characters he's coming up with are fucking sweet. Um, <laughs> Just say so. Um,
2: I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in danger now.
0: But what I wanted, to, what what I wanted to say was kill the crabs. Mark Mark <laughs> had already kind of talked about, you know, he wanted to switch characters up and everything. Um, and I'm like, okay, you know, it's like I can work you out of the story, blah, you know, blah blah blah, and then like. That session, the session, the same session I killed him on, he brought me he he finally was like, you know what, dude, I'm committed to this character now. And he brought me like two to three pages of backstory for this character. <laughs> and it like it was like, you know, like pretty in depth. Like, you know, it, it was about her backstory and everything. Like or obviously it's about her backstory, but you know, her like where she came from, all this other stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool, you know, you know, not thinking that this was the end for his character. And then when I had I had planned that whole combat around I know I know you guys are a primarily ranged party, so I'm like okay I'm gonna have a character I'm gonna have one of these monsters, be totally inconspicuous. You they are not gonna suspect the bugbear versus the giant two headed, you know monster. The bugbear is gonna be the boss. He's the one in charge, huh. and so, um, I'm like he's gonna have. This thing where he has to pull it out as a standard action, and when he, you know, does this, he's gonna teleport. And as soon as I teleported behind Mark, there's um, uh, I don't know if how if any of you guys have seen uh, Dragon Ball Super, but <laughs> there is an iconic like like theme to it. It's like bum bum bum. But you, you, I I don't want to like ruin it because it's it's so good. It's 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 like the perfect score, and I reference it all the time. But that's how it felt. When he list this bugbear teleported behind <laughs> Mark's tiny <laughs> pathetic little sorcerer. And he cast it then and this is what gets me. He casted a spell and he could have escaped. He Yeah, could, we were right
2: but, next to each other. Yeah. I dipped. Well, no, so not the that. The spell
0: that. he cast, I couldn't have taken a reaction. He mm. could have he could have cast that spell and ran and I couldn't have hit him. And so I would have been chasing him. Versus right. he stood there and faced death in the face and he <laughs> stared straight back um and I'm when, I, when i when i rolled that crit and i rolled all that damage i mean it was just like mark and i went back and we actually did the math i was technically technically like two or one to two points off of full lethal like oh my god yeah we went back but it was just like it was just so much damage <laughs> that it was just like I, i'm like and t- like even now knowing that i was still i was off by like one or two points he's still like obviously dead um but actually killing a character for the first time was a really you know eye-opening experience and that's why all my encounters are so horrible for everybody (laughs) (laughs) he's getting crazy now (gasps) i'm almost
3: certain that was that was either my first or second time playing with you guys and when you did that i was like Fuck, Tyler Tyler's not messing around. Right, like he done killed this guy. He's play player
0: blood. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, uh, you know, and, and I don't, pl- I don't play to to kill or anything. But uh, I, I think we're getting off topic a little bit here. But, but yes, so that that was easily my favorite, uh, m- one of my most. There's there's tons of memorable moments from the campaign and everything. But we are actually out of time, gentlemen.
4: Wow!
0: No. flies when you're in your feels um, as always make sure you su- uh, check out our Facebook channel Facebook channel, so check out our Facebook page um, leave a like, uh, leave a comment share it with your friends, family, uh, to your dog uh, go to the Apple Podcast hub Make sure you leave us a like. uh, Leave us a star review. Uh, Anything you do there really helps us out. Gentlemen, anything
1: else? No. Okay. (laughs) Again, (laughs) this episode has spoilers. Right. This is
3: where the spoilers end. Including spoilers to Tyler's campaign, if you haven't played it yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should just turn it into a book yes Yo. a treasure I'll just, adventure book yeah but everyone dies in the end <laughs> oh one thing I do dude I am so hype on this I'm not trying to put pressure on you Sam but I'm really excited for our actual play if we're gonna do it
2: yeah uh, Tyler and I actually talked about that the other day because there's some uh, well I guess we'll, we'll we'll talk about it off the stream but yeah <laughs> i'm excited <sir>. <laughs>
0: yeah no there, there, there's there's some stuff that's that's i that i, I have in you. the works right now um that'll be pretty fun for everybody so without further ado um everyone thank you for listening and we'll catch you in the next one
2: love you norway bye-bye mm. <laughs>
0: all right, we have we have really weak uh pull out game boys